Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. He picks up that ring and fucking slams it on his finger. Awen, shall we play more? You hear him utter the name Lady. As far as we know, I don't know if Lady Macbeth knows that her lord is is dead. Is she at the villa? She She's undoubtedly. She hasn't been leaving there. And that's where the page is. Sounds like they've been prepping for war. Apparently they've recently installed a, a new security system. Something to do with blood magic. Something to do with what they call weird sisters. So you three beat on. Boat against the current. Born forward ceaselessly toward Lady Macbeth. Thunder and lightning enter three adventurers on a hydroplane. Penny, Awen, Bertram, you guys are on this hydroplane, taken from Gatsby's, speeding along and making your way to Macbeth's villa. As far as you know, nobody at the Macbeth villa is yet aware that Macbeth is dead and that you are coming. So you have this potential element of surprise. And you're headed towards a side secret cove, side secret entrance uh, that Gatsby told you that a lot of the uh, close associates of the Spotted Hand, including Macbeth himself, would use to enter into the grounds of the villa. And so you are within sight of this cove, not yet pulling up, um, but we'll pause there. And as the full moon shines down through Uh, the breaks in clouds with the thunder and lightning crashing around you. Let's pause, because before we jump into the narrative, you three have a level up. You three are now at level six, baby. I feel the power. (laughs) That last fight, that that last encounter really just pushed you over the edge there. So uh, would each of you care to tell me what it's going to look like for you to be now at level six? Is there a way 
I'd really like to do like a narrative scene mm-hmm. with mm. one of my abilities. Is that a thing we can do? Yeah, of course we Cut can. Cut two. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Awen's sitting on the boat. Um, and Penny's there too. Penny. Penny. Um, yeah, what's up? Check out I'm this. Check out. Did you see this ring that I got? Yeah, Penny, Penny does the like, aha, uh-huh, when your friend is saying, like, I've got a cool new hobby and they pull out their vape pen. You're like, all right. Oh my God. She's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I heard about it. Uh, I saw it. How are, you fe- how are you feeling about that? I mean, I just, I just reached out my hand and it was like I was, I was like talking to some other beings and they flowed out of my hands. And I feel, and that's I a feel good real, thing. Well, I feel just real powerful, and like, I don't know, like I just feel like I could boil the ocean, or you know, like eat a bunch of food, or I don't know. Um, but wait, it's kind of weird. I, one of those was better than the other for sure. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sometimes I, <laughs> I just it it kind of feel it's so weird because it kind of feels like my my druid magic like i'm i'm tapping into some yeah some other source like i like i almost want to try okay wait penny can you hold my ring um why don't you put it right i'll here just leave, in i'll front just leave me. it on i think i remember i think i remember what it's like to there was this moment when i just connected with that source whatever that other side was but i i, I do that with my with i do that with the gods too the nature gods and i'm wondering if i could do the same thing if i could control it um, and so, uh, Awen just reaches out his hand and he gets like, really, he's grunting so hard and he's just kind of clenching his fist, uh, very similar to the way that he was in the last battle with Macbeth. And he, he focuses all of his might, all of his energy, all of his druidic focus onto, um, releasing this energy out of his hand. and. He kind of, it's kind of like when you're, you know, when your hand is, is reaching for something that's like, you're like, it's behind the couch and you reach for it for the first time. And you're like, you're, it's, you're almost there. You can almost touch it. And then you're like, oh, I can almost get it. You, you go for it again and you touch it one time and you know, you can get it and you go for it the third time and then you can get it. Um, that's what he does. He does it one time and it doesn't work. And he does it another time and, and a little bit, a little bit of like waves above his hand starts to go. And then that third time, he just, he just, sh- it just shoves out of him. Uh, and what he thinks is going to be this like really, really big kind of like moment. He just says, ah, ah, look, Penny. And below him, there's a, a cloud of smoke. Um, and when the smoke clears, there's just a little frog. Just like a little frog. E. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I like this. I lo- oh, come well, here, buddy. And Penny just scoops it up and holds in his hand and tries to talk to it a little oh, bit. Oh, oh, my God. That is not Did fierce. you exist before this? Did you create him or did he, you like pull him from somewhere? I, either way. Hi. Well, you're with us now. And then she puts it in her bag with Fezziwig. No, 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 no. Here's a new friend. <laughs> Fezziwig looks no, no, no. at you in the most accusatory tone. Like, no, if, get if, along. you'll get along. If a hedgehog could glare, your- it's going to glare at you. <laughs> 
Be nice to your new brother. No, Penny, Penny, I think that's some kind of face spirit. You got to get it out of there. It's going to hurt Fezziwick. Come on now. Oh, Fezziwick, I don't think you're not giving Fezziwick enough credit. They'll be fine. They're going to get along great. Yeah, Honestly, I needed something to handle some of the flies anyway, so it'll be I, good. I really wanted it to be like a big, you know, some kind of boogity boogity monster. Like on the boat? People. You wanted a boogity boogity monster on a boat? Well, it's my monster. It's not going to hurt the boat or nothing. Uh, All right, I don't know. Well. Anyway, I gotta add, Ewan, like, look, I'm excited for you. You seem charged and you seem more confident in yourself than you did, yes. uh, you know, recently, which we we want that. I just, I don't know, Ewan, I'm a lot younger than you. You've studied this stuff more. I don't, I haven't really touched magic, but I just think when you can't see something's face, but you're talking to it, it's not usually a good thing. I don't, I, it makes Have me you nervous. ever communed with the tree spirits in the wood, Penny? But trees kind of have faces, don't they? Well, no, maybe. Maybe I just maybe that's maybe, just ne- me. I'll take you sometime. We'll go. You can commune with with us. I mean, that sounds kind of fun. It'll be fun. Okay, just be careful, all right? You don't know what you're connecting if you can't see the other side of this, but you're pulling it. Just be careful, okay? All right. I'll listen to my gut. Hmm. Okay. Um. Thanks for the new frog. For sure. <laughs> uh, I cast conjure animals, which allows me to to conjure Kick ass. Uh. Up to eight beasts of challenge rating one quarter, uh, or one beast of challenge rating two, which is Woo. a fucking giant. That's a big ass creature. Yeah. So, How yeah. long do they stay around? For up to one hour. Is it a concentrate or it's are they concentra- just there? It's a concentration okay. spell. So I can't cast anything else while I'm doing that. Gotcha. I can do martial spells, I think, but. Oh, yeah. Thomas is going to be gone in an hour. Oh, you already named him. Thomas, yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. Uh, Kimmy, would you, after that interaction, would you roll insight for me? Sure. All right. Sorry, I was on Discord. Ooh. And you could be too if you join our Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did not. I rolled nine. Okay. Yeah, the, the interaction with him seems kind of off like the the energy coming off of your buddy is more on the manic side but that's mm-hmm. all that that it, it's just more of a well he's he's frivolous sometimes he's he's fun sometimes maybe he's just like still on a high from that crazy fight that i didn't really see a lot of so cool yeah. ring bro cool so, ring yeah yeah mm-hmm. all right keep an eye on that all of a sudden uh, as maybe uh, Penny is standing there, maybe kind of like their com- her conversation with maybe A1 has kind of drifted and they're kind of gone their, their ways. All of a sudden in her ears, she just hears uh, Bertram's voice kind of like ringing. And uh, it says, Keep an eye out for our friend Awen. I'm afraid that he's tapping into something rather dark. Remember how he was almost enticed by Dr. Frankenstein. And if, well, I don't know, what, what, do you, what do you do when you hear that voice kind of like, I guess, ringing in your ears? <laughs> yeah. First I like startle and like, dear Lord, you could have been. And then you look over at me and I'm like kind of doing like the shut up, like be quiet kind of like face. <sighs> and what I've done is like th- this new thing I have, I've, I've kind of changed my spells up a little bit. And I, was, I just uh, cast the cantrip message to you. So I was like, I was like whispering to you and, and I think it's, this is one where it's like, you can say like a message. It's not just like a sentence. It can be like a whole message. Right. Um, right. And then it, you can, and you can respond, uh, Penelope, Kimmy in turn, 
um in my head once yeah if you if you if you whisper it Whoa. if you whisper it then it'll it'll mm. be like only i hear it got it all right penny just like really jumps and shoots just a look of like discomfort and distrust towards bertram before she realizes what's happening and she keeps kind of a lingering look of like uh, on her face for a moment and then she just whispers to herself I mean, I guess all I could do was make a frog, but I go, all right, I'll be careful. I'll keep an eye on him. Just frogs can't do too much bad, but okay. Perfect timing. Because then immediately you hear my voice again as I point to you and recast message. And I say, by the way, you can catch salmonella by touching frogs. Did you know that? You might want to wash those filthy hands now. Mm, All right. You might catch salmonella if I'm around you touching your face now this message is gonna this whispering is gonna be all for naught as i roll my wild magic surge and i uh, oh that's so good that you have if to you explode that. the boat with you gotta, you magic? gotta roll twice now because you technically cast it twice yeah no i did for sure okay so the first one if it's one through five that was a nine okay so now this next one is one through six and that was a seven Wait, okay, it stacks so, or yeah, we're stacking remember, it, keeps, it. it. Each time he building. passes, we're gonna build until it reaches twenty. No, and uh, until I roll, you know, as opposed to like just rolling a one and something bad happens. Right, right. The idea is that each time I cast, it keeps like expanding, and so it's like now it's one or two, now it's one or right. th- one, when two, does it three. Reset? Uh, when, as when soon he as, fails. A, as a magic comes out, fails. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, oh, it's kind of a so pressure good. cooker. Yeah, it's like the release, yeah. and then it's like back, and then it's like back down. So it's almost like something's building, and then it pops, and then it kind of goes back. Right. Mm-hmm. So now it's like I have seven chances or eight chances now. Um, with each, so the idea is like it gets riskier each time. It should happen more frequently, though. It's I've just gotten lucky high rolls. As Bertram kind of like pulls away from that snide remark, he kind of turns his attention back to the cove and to like what he's seeing around us. I don't know if if there's any kind of general perception looking for, I don't know, guards or any kind of traps or hazards that might be oh, nearby. It sounds like you've played D&D before. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, you, oh, oh, oh. You, you are welcome to roll a perception roll or in this case also a survival roll. Ugh, negative one at both of those. I'll do survival just because this will be my first survival roll. Uh, 13. You notice that you are far enough away, like you're not right outside this cove. So you, if, you know, if you were to put the engine on in such a way that it would still be low enough to be muffled, it would take you about three minutes to get to there. Uh, But you can see small figures uh, probably to the southwest wandering along that kind of like going back and forth on the edge of the cliffs not facing you and not seeming to have noticed your hydroplane in the water at all nobody seems to be like no fires are lit in your direction Um, and the cove itself that you are headed towards is completely dark and so there seems to be no movement, um, no guards, nothing. But on the coast, uh, on the coastline, and on the cliffs, you do see a couple fires burning, um, as if they were torches held aloft by guards. So if a guard did look down near, like they would you're just on the like, coastline, s- yeah. Uh, you're, would, oh, you are okay. far enough off, and you are under p- 
partial darkness. Um, this is probably, I would guess, around like 2 a.m., the best way to put okay. it. So there is a full moon out, and it is uh, stormy. So you do have flashes of lightning and thunder. Um, gotcha. Really kind of cloaking us a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is playing to your advantage at this point. Penelope, are you, are you, are you staring this thing? We, we got to watch for rocks, I'm assuming, or... Do you know what you're doing? No, I just have my hands on this wheel for funsies. Well, a second ago you were holding a frog. I don't know if you're paying attention. There's an odd, there's like a cruise control. What is there to hit? We're out in the middle of the ocean. There's cruise control, but I'm guiding it. Yes, I can multitask. I've got this. It's fine, oh, Bertram. Yes. Why do people have lighthouses? Why do lighthouses exist? Because well, do you see a lighthouse out here? If I see you see a lighthouse, dark then out we here. have to be careful. Well, there's no lighthouse because there's no rocks, Bertram. And okay, Penny fair. just sort of glares at Bertram and in her head, she flashes back to a memory of when she's like a little, like she's little, like she's six. And she's walking into like that really scary basement area from Fagin had um, or she's looking for him and she sees him tinkering on something and it's kind of like this really crude humanoid like robot figure and she sees it and is kind of unsure that Fagin calls her over get over here come check it out and she runs over um, and she's looking at it really curious and all of a sudden it moves to like grab her and gets its arms around her and she screams and runs out of the room to Fagin cackling and she just remembers this quietly while while Bertram is criticizing her and just like smolders just a little bit um, and just looks forward into the darkness driving this boat. Oh, so we have a potential explanation for all this time why you have some this <laughs> yeah, deep-seated dislike of Bertram. <laughs> so tell us, what the, tell us what that means uh, playing-wise. Tell us, tell us what that adds to your leveling up. Great. So I am technically still a rogue uh, level five, but I am also a ranger level one. I'm multi-classing to kind Woo-hoo! of yeah. mix things up a little bit. So I had to do, I had to do two things. I am now a very, I have a natural, natural territory, right? Yeah, I'm a natural explorer a fav- in urban terrains, so mm-hmm. I'm very comfortable in urban terrains, which we all know about Penny anyway. But I have a favorite enemy, and it's just someone I'm good at tracking and very uncomfortable with, and it's constructs. And so there's like, she loves Bertram, Bertram. but she's very conflicted about it. <laughs> she knows how to kill me if she wants. <laughs> but she also PvP. knows how to find you, no matter where you are, too. That's exactly. True. That's great. Which is, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and so... It's complicated. Your, yeah, your natural exploration of of a specific terrain we are homebrewing that so we are making it an urban terrain um, because it makes a lot of sense especially with penny's background uh in like old smoke as a part of fagin's crew and so we are able to take those same uh facets of the the ranger and then apply it to urban settings in particular so it'll be cool to see how that plays out Mm-hmm. So you have before you uh, kind of like a it, where this the boat is is pointed. It could go, you know, easily one way or the other. Kind of like if it goes slightly to the right, uh, you'll see that it will head towards the cliffs um, that are being scouted and guarded uh, by 
however many people are carrying these torches. You can't see them clearly, so you don't you know you don't know if they're people. You don't uh, you don't know if they're human. You don't know if they're celestial. You don't you don't know what they are. Um, and then to the left is the darkened cove that was pointed out to you to uh, to get there safely and unannounced uh, by Gatsby. So who is steering? Is it is it you, Penny? You're you at it's the helm. Me. Yeah. Okay. So I'm steering us towards the darkened cove. I slow us down. We're not hydroplaning. Um, so I slow us down and slowly pull us into that cove. Okay. Here's how we can do this well. Oh, wait. Because this is going to take you guys helping one another. I was going to do a thing. Oh, do, yeah. your oh, thing. do your thing. Do, do a thing. As we go up to the cove, uh, I walk up to Penny and Bertram and I say, y'all want me to cast Pass Without Trace? That might help us as we sneakity sneak down up into the cove. Hitting down the back door, you know what I mean? I think that would be great. Is it something that you can do multiple times? I don't know if we might need it later, but I, I know we certainly I would need it now. Yeah, I can do it. I can do it a few times, but I mean, yeah, I feel like this is this might be one of the. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that's think- smart. I mean, we don't want to be caught immediately before we've even begun. Uh, he he whips his hand around in the air. Uh, just like he does with his uh, his thorn whip, and as he whips, uh, a kind of like a, a a kind of like a cyclone of darkness swirls around the boat, uh, and fog and shadow fall all around uh, the boat. Excellent, I like it. Real all quick, right. as, as as we're watching him cast, Awen, do you or Aaron? A, I don't know if I should call you by your characters or the people, whatever. Is Awen wearing uh, the the ring on his oh, yeah. like cat casting hand? Dang, yeah. For Bertram's sure. noticing that and is uh, and as he's casting too, you notice that the the ring itself, uh, dully, you know, it's kind of like a dying ember, but it's slightly. A glowing red, but not in the same capacity as it was before uh, when Macbeth and later on when Eowyn were casting. So you can, it doesn't look like magic is coming from it. Um, it's mm. not his current focus, uh, but it's, it's almost like lying in wait. Like it, you, you notice like this dormancy to it. After he casts that and we're kind of like moving in that direction, um, I would just turn to Eowyn, kind of again clocking the ring. Eowyn, when you wielding that ring earlier this evening and, and sent those creatures, those blood, magic, whatever entities towards Macbeth, do you know what you were doing? Do you know what that was? Is that something that you can call upon whenever you want? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> when I put on the ring, it was almost like a... It was almost like my eyes were like a like something was lifted off my eyes. It was almost like I could see clearer. Like when I took a breath, I could smell more. You know what I mean? It was like I felt more alive in some kind of way. And I, there was some moment of of control, but it was more like a more like a partnership, I guess. I I don't know. But it it did hurt you. It it almost killed you. Did that not bother you? Awen looks away and kind of like looks down, going inwards a bit, not wanting to acknowledge, uh, I think, the pain, the pain that he felt and the, you know, the damage that was actually inflicted upon him. 
almost like it seems like it was like and I wonder does a one chalk it up to like it was just necessary it was just it needed to be done and like you almost like a, can appreciate the powerful magic for what it is yeah it was like he like in his mind it was it was right mm-hmm. if that makes sense like that was it was right just period a one who are you partnering with though you said it made you feel like you were partnering but with who I wish I could tell you. I don't, I don't, I truly don't know. I just, it's bigger than me. This is not magic that I know. I have not used this kind of magic before. I truly don't, I don't understand it. I just know that it feels right in my gut. And you know what? Archdruid Waldo always used to say, you know, he had, he had something to say about everything. And you know what? Where's Archdruid Waldo now? He's not here. Is he back home? Like, when you, when you say not here, do you mean, like, on this plane of existence? Archer Waldo is definitely on this plane of existence. He's just, uh... Well, um, he's not here. He's back in the circle, I guess. I, I mean, I don't know where Archer Waldo is. He's not here, though, right? Mm -hmm. I don't see him. It's just us on this boat. As far as we know, <laughs> And that frog. And a uh, hedgehog. That's yes, true. That's part of this boat, in my book. No offense, guys. <sighs> All right. Um, we'll just be careful, Awen. Uh, all right, Penelope, are, are you under this protection now? Are you, are you aiming us toward that cove? Trying, getting us through. It's hard now. The pros of the fog is they can't see us. The negative of the fog is I can't see anything. So I'm um, trying to go real slow. And I'm trying to use the sonar, uh, but it's going to take a sec. Does the magic work that way? Is it, is it both sided? Like, does, is it, it only affects the outside. Like, is it cast it upon us? us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't, but doesn't oh, like okay. hurt us also. Like we can still see clear. Yeah, okay. We have well, a plus 10 oh, to, to no, stuff. Then just cut okay. that. Just no, 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 that's fine. Right. No, no, I, I, think, I think that's, that's cool. That... Just D and D rules. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. And you do. You, I can you see great. <laughs> well, not so much. Not so much. Uh, so yeah, you do have now this this little bit of a buffer uh, from any prying eyes on the cliffs. And uh, what you do have before you, though, is to be able to safely navigate into this cove. And so I'm going to ask, uh, you guys are going to do a total of three rolls. Each of you will do one of the three. Um, and I will lay them before you, what the three rolls are. And you can choose who takes what and how. But you will need to do a stealth roll. Uh, you're going to need to do a nature check, and you are going to do a wisdom check. So stealth, nature, wisdom. And we're each choosing one? Each uh, of you will choose one, and you'll tell me how that could play into navigating uh, this hydroplane safely into the cove. I mean, I definitely should do stealth. Yes, that's the truth. Uh, uh -huh. Which one is better for you, Adam? Uh, nature for sh nature is my only one that I have a plus on. <laughs> That's for negatives. I, I'm better at wisdom than I am at. at okay, great. So. Okay, so first, let's do the stealth roll. And for all of you, we're looking at a DC of twelve. Oh my god, I critted. What? Nat so one. I got eleven. I got a nat one, but with a ten plus ten, so eleven. No, no, no. Do with I even get to do that wait, with a it's crit? A stealth, it's a stealth check, though, so that you, you uh, with uh, pass without trace, you get plus ten. 
But is there yeah. one a one a one a one? Mm, not necessarily. Not oh, okay. necessarily. Okay. Depends on the DM. That's so true. <laughs> this is like the one thing I'm good at. And I'm bad at it. And we're okay, past so, that trace. Okay. So yeah, you are you are at the helm, right? You're kind of guiding this in. Um, and you kind of like bump against a, a rock that you did not see kind of sticking out of the water and it splashes enough where um not making any of the people on the cliffside look directly at you um but you notice two figures start to stray a little bit closer towards the cove not actively looking but almost as if like they subconsciously heard something and so they're not looking in your direction uh wandering over but they are mm-hmm. wandering a little closer all right, so the next check then uh, will be our nature check. So go ahead and roll that, Adam, for Bertram. Do you want flavor text before I'm doing it, or you want it after I do it? Let's do it after, so we can see exactly okay. what we're looking at. Natural 20. Woohoo! How? Ooh. Okay, so... Suck it, Penny. With, with me... <laughs> So yeah, you're there. You're you're kind of checking the depths, right? You're you have that sonar system that was built into this, making sure that all the depths, all the animals, all, all like flora and fauna are in the way. So how do you help to navigate through that? Give us a little flavor. Yeah, I think um, if you'll permit, DM, uh, tried to establish that Bertram is just like is really well read, and what even though he hasn't experienced a lot of these things firsthand, he's like read about these things. And now he's putting them in them into action for the first time. So I think I'm sure he's certainly read books about like um, uh, how to read the tides, maybe, and looking at like the wind and the weather around to see like how the water would be moving, trying to see a direction if I can like kind of sense the way the tides are moving to kind of like maybe maybe uh, a novice or someone who doesn't know might think like I just go straight for it but maybe I could help say like to go a roundabout way to let the tides kind of help you and help kind of guide us in in some way if that makes sense mm-hmm. totally and our last role wisdom so DC 12 and then let us know uh, depending on you know if you ultimately fail or succeed but what that might look like for assisting your buddies getting into this cove it's a 14. Yes. All right. As Bertram and Penny are steering the boat, making sure that we are taking the right path uh, into the cove, Awen is at the stern. Is that the front? The front? Oh, I have no, no clue. I would say yes. You just use layman terms. <laughs> okay, wait. <laughs> I want to get this right. So, much, so much went out of my bow. head after. Yeah. Bow. After Moby a- Dick. After Moby Dick, so much the that bow? I looked up. The prow? The bow? Yeah, the, the the rear of the boat is the stern. All right, cool. Yeah, right. opposite. It, I thought that'd be aft. Same, right. same. I don't know. All right, so Awen is standing at the front of the boat. Hey, that makes sense to me. All right, all right. As as Bertram and Penny are helping s- steer the boat in the right direction to make sure that we get into the cove. Uh, in the best route possible. Awen is at the front watching the waves. He has experience with water. He's communed with the gods of the ocean and understands how uh, lapping waves makes sound. Uh, and so in an effort to kind of mitigate some of that sound, he is shaping water around the front of the boat so that we're slicing through kind of 
calm and even waterways instead of lapping uh, waves up against the front of the boat. Ah, I love that. That's great. You do that. Um, My hands are just out. Like Moses. (laughs) Yeah, you're just partying the sea in front of you. You are just feeling yourself right now. Seriously. Call me Beyonce. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, you, you three kind of glide in there and with the one whoopsie no alarms though are set off uh no no big really like need to to panic and when you glide into this cove all three of you see an interesting sight all three of you see this image hovering in the air above the entrance to the cove and kind of squinting at it you see in a flash of lightning that it's about a, a yard high a, a bloody dagger and after a few seconds it disappears we're talking like the dark mark kind of a thing like just floating yeah like a it literal looks kind of it so, so looks like kind a, of just like a like a, almost like it's a being projected um oh. in the air and so yeah about dead man tell no tales <laughs> and it once you're able to finally you know gauge what you're looking at it dissipates and disappears that's super creepy So that bodes well. deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I'm here at the break to, first of all, thank you for listening. We are so happy that you are here. And just a few announcements before we carry on with the rest of our adventure. First of all, we now have a Patreon, in case you haven't heard on Twitter or on Instagram, or just as babbling during the previous book uh, book talk uh we are now here available for you to contribute to us on patreon so you can find a link to click wow you can find a link to click there's my mouth uh you you can find a link to click um in the description of this podcast or you can even go onto patreon and search of mice and men and monsters and find us super easy Uh, with that i'd love to give a shout out to some of our patrons Thank you to Operatic Muddle. Thank you, Jay Bates. And thank you, Nathan Mesnard. We love you three, and you guys are the first three to be on there. So we look forward to you guys being joined by many other adventurers. And really, our listeners are our lifeblood, and we want you to join our collective that's on Patreon. You can join our special Discord. You can hear special edition extra bonus content. For example... After this show is recording, we stay on and we talk for like 15, 20 minutes, recapping what happened, giving our own theories, or at least Adam and Kimmy and Aaron do, and I try not to let any beans be spilled. Uh, But you can find bonus content like that specifically on our Patreon, so come and find us. 
Next, I'd love to invite you to leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, And something that I have been remiss is that I have not read any recent reviews, so I have a few for you. First one comes from Crash Text, and they said, Fun D, light on D. I'm guessing that means fun dungeons, light on dragons. And you are so right, Crash Text. I don't think we've had any dragons yet. Yet. Uh, Our second one comes from Sheep Tiki, and they said, Reviews are tough. Listen to this show. Very short, very sweet, and I agree. Yes, listen to us, if you will. And my last review I'm going to be sharing with you comes from Sunflower765, and they say, Me and my friends love it. It's such a great show, and I originally never really knew anything about D&D, but you have introduced me to such an amazing world. It is like someone has put all my favorite things and crammed it all into one podcast. Love the show. Please keep making more. Please give me a shout out, please. Well, we did. (laughs) So I'm happy that you left your review. It means the world to us. And I invite you guys to do it. If you haven't done so, it's very quick. You can just do a quick rating with some stars and you can add a few words to it. And it's all less than a minute. And it allows us to reach the ear holes of way more listeners than usual. So please leave us a rating and review. So again, if you want to go and listen to our after show, listen to the full contents of our book reports, or even interact with us on a more personal basis, then go into Patreon and join the community that is building up. So that's enough for me. Thank you again for listening, and let's get back to the show, shall we? The three of you uh, disembark now into the cove and you see kind of carved into the stone are just rough hewn stairs um, leading up onto the next level. Um, That would be the main level, the main terrace level. And before you go up, you overhear singing coming from the direction of the main villa, kind of in a very ethereal, almost haunting sense. And all three of you, would you roll perception for me? I rolled an 11. Four. Um, uh, 15. Penny and Awen, you hear these words very clearly. And the words that you hear um, are, to bed, to bed. There's knocking at the gate. Come, 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 give me your hand. What's done cannot be undone. To bed, to bed, to bed. Penny just looks at Awen to see how he's responding. His eyes are wide. He's kind of, <clears throat> he does this, you know that thing where you kind of search around with your head to find the sound source? He's looking, he's trying to find it. Like it, like an owl, almost just like pivoting on the yes. head, swiveling back and forth. Yes. Yeah. So since the two of you heard that, I'm going to ask you guys. You can choose a religion or a nature check. Oh, religion for sure. The twelve. Nineteen. Both of you actually have heard these words before. Um, you have heard these uh, either. 
practicing it yourself, which would be very interesting, um, or you have at least heard of it, but you have heard this as part of a, I guess, a lullaby on the first night of something called Raven's Week. Um, this is typically when summer is turning into autumn, coinciding with a harvest moon. And during this time, it's five days celebrating life into death and uh, the creation of memories. So both of you would have heard of this specific, I guess, festival in this land before, Raven's Week. Um, So you recognize these words associated with it. And you have this little tidbit of information. Uh, Penny and Eowyn turn towards each other and say at the same time, on three, one, two, three, Raven's Week. I was like, I didn't know any. I, oh, I'm happy to do that again. <laughs> oh, no, that's the one we're using. Also, did you say Waven's Week? Yeah, I Waven's. Was, Waven's I was Week. Just, I was just copying whatever sounds I heard from your mouth <laughs> as fast as I could. Sorry, that's my favorite improv technique for that reason. It always was, goes good. It's so good. It's so dumb. Cool. Um, at the end, we said it out loud so no Bertram knows. Yeah. Yeah. Can I do a history check uh, to see if there's anything else, maybe about Raven's Week, that maybe I would have would have known myself? You don't need to do a check. It's at this point that I would invite all three of you to tell me how, either through reading, through experiencing, through celebrating it yourself, how what what is one way that you particularly have seen Raven's Week celebrated? I think uh, I, I think Bertram, the, the Featherfoot family, would have like entertained guests. Maybe even like if they were the biggest property in like a, a village or a town, um, they might kind of open their doors to certain people, uh, the higher the higher class people, of course, uh, to come over and celebrate. Um, yeah, to celebrate a, a particular night or two. Yeah, Penny always really loved the decorations that were all over the city for Ravens Week. Um, it was always oh, really chaotic and people were celebrating often in the streets, usually a little drunk. And so it was a lot easier to pickpocket that week. <laughs> but Penny also always loved stealing um, like the little like spiced apples that would have been like cooked and sold on stalls. She would always snag one for herself and some of the younger kids. Awen grew up going into the city sparsely. Although the traditions were not lost on the druidic circle that he belonged to, they would go into the town to sell herbal remedies, uh, do magic healing, and sell things like honey. Uh, and so one of, the, one of the things that the Ark Druids would do would be to create giant barrels of mead um, out of some of this honey that they would also sell for medicine and food for the initiates and stuff like that. I mean, and on Raven's week, they would have a huge, uh, a huge booth at the festival selling mead. Um, and, uh, all of the initiates would be allowed to drink mead during that time. And they made like a huge amount of like raucous memories. I love that. I, this is, this is one thing I love, like with, with D and D with collective storytelling, you get to like I, I set the tone. You guys can fill it in with some cool details and memories right there. So, so are, are you kind of alluding that this is kind of like a Halloween of like this 
it's a it, it's a harvest festival, but focusing okay. on life and death and memory. Um, you know, we we have of course our own versions here and now. You know, in our I mean, we we have like different things like. Yeah, Dia de los Muertos is, is definitely one that's very similar, but this is like a week-long festival, um, and so you can you can go creepy with it. It seems pretty uh, more like on the light. Many of you seem to have been on the light-hearted side of it, um, but hearing those words, you've heard it sung um, in many different ways, but how this is coming on the air, very high and thin and melodic, uh, there's a chilling aspect to it. It's kind of like hearing a nursery rhyme that perhaps you said as a kid, but now sung in a different way, it, it carries a different tone to it. So do you go up the stairs or do you stay there? Because you're like, nope, not going up there for Raven's Week. No, no, no. Penny starts going and then stops and just turns around. She's like, do we have a game plan? Like, what are we doing? We just barely got out of that with our lives. Anyone, I don't know what's going on with you. Bertram, you nearly killed me and I forgive you. But like, what are we doing? What's our plan? You're being real loud, Miss Leader. Just take it down a couple notches. That was my listen. show whisper. <laughs> that also so you had you. Also, you had your HP uh, uh, incorrectly entered. That's why you died. It wasn't me. Don't blame me. <laughs> All right. We still have our Pass Without Trace for a while. Why don't we just take a little creepy sneak up the stairs and, and see what's going on up there? Should we have maybe uh, Penelope go up there and maybe scout uh, uh, a little bit to see what she sees with... With her already being good at stealth and, and with, your, with your magic to help her aid her, that might help kind of help us a little bit. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to go, but I'm not that great at stealth. Mm. Um, we we got to stay within 30 feet of each other to keep the, to keep the magic. So, yeah. I understand. All right, uh, then just follow me. Just follow me. Okay. Stay behind me, but stay quiet. I'll wave if you guys need to back off a little bit. All right. Um, I'm going to, once I realize what's going on up here, I might change form. So just don't be weird about it. If you need me to like be another, be like an animal, you just let me know. I'll be an animal. Oh. It, not, not, not like metaphorically. I will become an animal. Okay, cool. That, I mean, you've never really been, an, uh, been like an animal uh, so that, that, like with me, so that's great. Uh, but thank you for reassuring me. Um, I, I, I also have a plan. If something goes bad, do you, should I go ahead and tell you so we all know? What no, that's okay. Bertram, you don't need to tell us. <laughs> <Make a book>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know us. We don't share plans. We don't communicate. <laughs> we wing it. We fucking Bertram, wing it. I'm just joking. What, what's your plan, man? Well, my, I'm thinking with my with my decorum, I'm able to kind of blend into places, mm -hmm. and I'm assuming that no one really looks at the help, and maybe I could pass myself off as as Mr. J. Gatsby's butler. Maybe, maybe I could be Kevin. They would. Why know. would you? Why would Kevin be here? That's a good question. They're not um, expecting Kevin, but I love I love how you're thinking. He's sending a message uh, on behalf of Macbeth about why he's delayed. That's, that's, good, that's real good. That's, that's real good. plan C. That's plan C. That's in okay. a pinch, we're going to call on you to do that. Thank mm -hmm. you for thinking ahead. Yep, All right, guys. Yep. Sorry. No, no, no. Follow me. And then she starts slowly creeping up the stairs. Um, my Here's my question. Can I see who else? Like, what do the people working this island look like? Like, is there like a look to them? 
grimy or uniform or something i would say just like even she's looking at potentially transforming are they young are they old is it just all of the are they human yeah are they human like what do these people look like well (laughs) are they even human no as you as you ascend these steps and kind of peek around through the opening you don't see anybody Hmm. all right then she keeps going do we hear anything though we don't see anything but do we hear you hear the singing you hear that same song play through a couple more times and it's coming from kind of echoing along and the source seems to be coming from a large uh, two-story villa um, at the far end of this spreading lawn in front of you shrubbery going above you know way above your heads like probably shrubbery that uh, reaches 12 feet high um lines both sides kind of think of of uh near us like the huntington library or just a really well-known well-manicured mansions that have just sprawling in front of them like fountains and shrubbery and walking paths uh you know think of parts of the garden of versailles Uh, so i i would think of that but you you hear that singing coming from the partly lit windows of the main villa uh, but you do not see anybody well i don't i don't see anybody i hear that haunting song but where do you where do you think we should go And before you can answer, you hear rustling on the far edge and stepping out from the shrubbery, you see a lone blue dragonborn carrying a satchel and kind of cutting across the lawn and going 45 degrees to where you are. She has not spotted you yet. I mean, I definitely duck. Are we by the opening where we just came from? Yeah, like, I'm hiding. Duck, I'm yeah, hiding you're in sure. the shadows. Yeah, you're enough in the shadows where uh, you... I, I'm not making you do any stealth. Okay. I'd like to make a perception check. Do I see... You said that they were carrying something? Mm-hmm. I, I'm looking for uh, kind of maybe the vibe that I'm getting from them. Are they in a hurry? Do they belong here? What are they, what's going on with them? Mm, that's a one. Ooh, yikes. Yeah, with that one... You are only able to fully register that this is a blue dragonborn wandering across your path. Uh, But before you can really notice anything further, you hear your stomach kind of rumble. And even though you had those drinks of bubbly champagne looking things in the boat, which, by the way, brings your HP back up all the way. That's my way of giving you a little bit of a liquid full rest and full spell slots. You're welcome. Uh, you are uh, only able to register. It's like, why am I so hungry? Maybe it's because I didn't eat enough jalapeno poppers. But that's all you notice. Awesome. All right. Penny stands there for a moment, watching, thinking, and then decides to go for it. And she immediately uses stealth and she just runs straight at the dragonborn (laughs) in an attempt. She's going to try to tackle the dragonborn and either knock him out or pull them into the bushes uh, at sword point to to question them. Awen looks immediately looks at at bertram like yeah same what the fuck just what mouth what the fuck <laughs> yes. yeah and but, to do this you are you're half attack yeah but you <laughs> you are going to have to go out of his penumbra of coverage and so here 
you are going to have to roll stealth. And then if we mm-hmm. successfully get that, then we can do a sneak attack. That's fine. A 19. 19? Damn. Yeah, that's high enough. Dang. Definitely. So you, you successfully are able to sneak up move. on her. And now uh, let's tackle her. So roll a sneak attack. All right. And for, uh, Is there advantage on that? 3d6, correct? Oh. Well, you're, yeah. uh, let's have you roll against her AC first. Okay, great. Just. Is there D20? advantage for getting to jump on someone? Yes. Okay. So I just roll two d20s and see what I get. Yeah, I'll give you advantage on that for sure. Well, it's it's whatever weapon you want, and it deals an extra one d6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the for the damage. And you and you have an you have advantage on the attack roll. Oh, well, awesome. I got a two and an eighteen. Ooh. So eighteen is more than enough. Yeah, you do that. You come right up behind her and you tackle her, and she. I mean, obviously wasn't even expecting anything. And you clap your hand over her mouth to keep her from making any any noise, and you bring her to the ground ground all right i do it i have the hand on the mouth and i have my i have one of my daggers right here uh here um but and then i look at the guys and i'm like come help and i hold it i'm like don't make a sound we just want to ask some questions she's just shaking her head vehemently like mm-hmm. I, Bertram right. crawls over and is like, what are you doing? Do, do we, you think we're just going to let her go now? Do, do we have to kill her now? I'm not going to kill her. Awen, 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 <laughs> run, Awen runs up to this dragonborn, rips off all of his clothes, and grabs nope. the dragonborn's head in his hands and is just making deep eye contact. And he said, listen to the sound of my voice. Don't look at my naked body. You can see into my soul and I can see into yours. We will meld together to become one. You are our friend. (laughs) And I cast Hypnotic Pattern. Wait, why did you she have to take off your clothes? so hard not to look at your nudity. She's trying so hard. Why did well, you have to take off your clothes? So, well, when I learned this, when I learned this spell, we were at, we were at the, the island and yeah. I had to run through the woods. And yeah, you naked. and Friar Tuck were just like. Yeah. And so like, I don't know. It was just what came okay. to mind. I was like, I don't know how to do this without my clothes, with my clothes on and stuff. So, and then as soon as I'm, done casting it like i put them i put those clothes right back on you know it's just for the spell dear lord god okay so what happens is she our friend like can i unclasp her she she's gonna definitely try to resist this uh she has to make a wisdom okay it's a spell say it's a 13 13 got it she got a two on that so she definitely yeah so she's charmed um which means um that the creature the creature can't attack us. Wow. Um, and they have disadvantage. Uh, the charmer has advantage on any ability checks uh, for us to interact with them socially. Like in, mm-hmm. we we all kind of like have advantage on our social checks okay. with her. All right. Then I look at her and say, "New friend, it's nice to meet you. I want to lower my hand, but I can only do it if you do not scream. We just have a few questions for you, and I didn't know how to get your attention." I'm sorry if this was violent. I'm going to lower my hand. You're, as you're holding you, the character, I'm sorry if this was will violent. You, <laughs> will you answer some questions and not scream? Will you agree? 
She slowly nods her head. All right. I slowly put my hand down. And then kindly, with the help of the others, shift her towards our little hiding spot so we can ask her some questions. We also no longer have Pass Without Trace. So. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> you, all right. It was all worth it, though. <laughs> pretty sick, pretty sick. Yeah, she, she slowly comes along with you. I mean, she, she is charmed, as it were. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she's not resisting. Does, is it the same mm-hmm. effects as, like, a charm person or... or I think I also have charm person, so... Let me I just don't know if, like, does, does she think that she's our friend now, or is it kind of like, we've just persuaded her not to talk? It, it, it's the same as charm person. It's not that... It, she's just charmed, quote-unquote. It's not like she's, like, under some crazy, like, I love you guys, you're my best no, friend. No, she's not your buddy right now. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't yeah, know she, if it meant, She's like, not your buddy right now. She's okay. just, she just not... Has... She doesn't see you as a threat, Okay, um, okay. And she, she doesn't, she's not going to try to resist outright. She's not going to like, yeah, kind of she's neutral, neutral like to you. Well, yeah. Yeah, she um, comes over. Then, yeah. What, what do you want to know? Uh, thank you so much for coming and talking with us. We really appreciate it. So sorry for that show of violence earlier. That's not our style. I just oh, had to thank act God! Quickly. I'm I'm and not I'm, used to this. I mean, I I'm what like this is my first night on the job. It's a big week, and oh, congratulate! You got a new job. Congratulations! Thank you. I'm, I'm, I mean, of course they were going to choose you. You seem great. Are you like saying- you were the obvious pick? Are you saying you, you've Shh. never been tackled in the dead of night, seen a naked <laughs> druid, and then a seven-foot-tall <laughs> robot butler? Oh, that doesn't happen every day. I mean, they, 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 told, they, told me, they told me when I was going to start working for post-mages that people could really, <sighs> really be weird on it. But, you know, I, w- I was hoping to not contact. I was just hoping for some contactless delivery. Hold on a second. You work for post-mages? Yeah. You got the delivery still? I, I, I mean, it, it, I have her order here and I'm going to go back. I mean, we don't really have Excellent. something called cell phones. Awen, we should uh, help her with her delivery because she's new here and we've been here for such a no. long time. Yeah. We should, we should just handle that. We've got it. Darla, we work for her. What's your uh, name, Darla? My, my, my name's Mildred. Mildred, it's so good to meet you. You know, we know this area pretty well. We know... We, who, who's it for? Who'd you say it was for again? Oh, it, it's for uh, the, the lady of the villa. Um, oh, I'm, I'm taking Macbeth. lady. Macbeth. Lady. Yeah, oh, lady. That's, that's right. Well, and she, she, lifts up the, she yeah. lifts up the order. Yeah, Lady Macbeth. Um, I'm, I'm just taking this to... It, it's, uh, I'm taking this to uh, Bugbear Ganoush, and she has a few things on here that I'm getting for her. Great. Oh my gosh. We were actually here. We were actually sent here to meet you and take this for you. Thank you so much for doing this. You're doing a great job. You're very good. You're not, na- you're natural. Really? Did she, uh, can I proceed? Like she wearing a uniform at all? No, no. She's no, just, just like normal just plain street clothes. clothes. Yeah. Okay. Easy piece, okay. Yeah. And does she have like the bag? Is it, um, does the bag have like a staple or like a, like a piece of tape on it so that people that, you know, no. So all <gasps> she has on her is a slip of paper that she's reading from. Okay. Awesome. And then like, but the bag itself, like the food bag, it doesn't have the, like, this hasn't been tampered with, you know, like that kind of a thing. No, what you see is 
and what she's telling Fuck you is yeah. she's she's heading to a restaurant, uh, Bugbear Ganoush, um, with Lady Macbeth's order. So she doesn't have the food yet. She's leaving the uh, villa, heading towards the restaurant. Okay. All right. Now, Mildred, you said your name was Mildred? Yeah. Great. You just told me that. I knew that. Um, here. Here's the deal. You come on back. You go get the food. How long, how long is it going to take? What's your, what's your app say? I mean, it, it, look, look, looking at this stuff, it'll probably take 20 to 40 minutes, but more, more likely 65. That sounds exactly like my experience with, with uh, post-mage. Post-mages? Yeah. More than one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why don't you just stay right here for one second? Um, I think, you know, I think we might want to add to that. I know that might complicate things, but just, I promise, we, we're not going to make it hard for you. Oh, just, you, you just don't hold- want to add, I, I've been really instructed to not to add to this, that the order needs to stay the same and uh, to make sure that the, the head cook there sees this order. What did she order? I, I'm, I'm just curious. Is it her usual? I, it's, my, it's my first night. I, I have no idea. Um, here and she hands you the the order paper yeah I, I i look at it okay yeah so so here's what it reads on there uh you you see three items um have been ordered you see the ganoush special for four copper pieces the beef shawarma for eight copper pieces and baklava for four copper pieces she's got good taste can you tell us real quick uh so we can go tell uh, the lady that her, her order is on its way. How do we find her? How do we, uh, how do we get to her, her room? Can you, can you give us a mental picture of the building as best you oh, can? Uh, I, I, I just came from the front door. Um, Where is that? It, it, uh, that way. And she points um, towards the main building that you saw, like at the end of this other decorative lawn and kind of just, your eye skims along the lawn and jumps over some hedges, and then you see looming up above is that two-story building. And very, you know, some of the some of the lights are still on on the outside, um, but noting that all the lights on the second level are darkened, um, and you do see a main entrance there. And she's pointing at kind of like a shaking finger in that direction. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the, one of the guards just handed this to me. I, I, ha- I myself have not seen uh, this. Uh, and she looks at the paper again. Lady Macbeth. But um, like I said, I, I, I just want to make sure this goes smoothly. I, I don't want to lose my job. But I was told specifically that I needed to order it in this order. And I needed to make sure that I handed it directly to the head chef. Um, yeah, it, it needs to be in this order and given to the head chef, um, just these three. So, uh, when you're done with the paper, I guess I'll, I'll take it and, 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 and leave. All right, darling, how did you get here? Did you take a, you got a boat, you got a car, fly, flew? Oh, uh, we, we, we have, I, I just have a wagon over there. The, the main road is not too, too far away. So I just take it on, on the road and, and there's, there's a 
village with with Bob with Bugbear Ganoush not that far away from here. Uh, maybe like a fifteen minute uh wagon ride, but it, it I oh um it. And with this, would you roll persuasion, all three of you, with advantage, since you know you're dealing with a charmed individual. Twelve. Uh, Fifteen. Twenty-three. Yeah, she seems to center in, like, her, her focus centers in on you, Bertram, and she says, I, I, I there, there was one more thing I, I think I heard them mentioning, but I, I don't know if I was meant to, to, to repeat this to you. Um, and you see her hesitating, Bertram. We're all friends here. I'm, I'm sure the lady wouldn't mind. We're here just to make sure that she gets her order right, and no one bothers her. Oh, you're you're right. Um, Well, I I did hear them mention that the letters and and the numbers have to line up. Whatever that means, um, that's all I know. Yeah, I take take the receipt again in case she took it back, and I I hold it out to, to Awen and Penny so we all can look at it. And as we're kind of looking at it, I'm like talking to the uh, uh, Mildred. Now, you said that, okay, you said that this needs to be in this particular order for this amount of money. And that you're saying that the letters and numbers need to line up. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, it seems really weird, right? I mean, it's just three items and like a pretty good meal to me. Uh, and, and, I, and I say, okay, hold on one second. Thank you, thank you Mildred. One, one second. And I kind of, uh, aside, I take a step or two away with, with my compatriots and holding up the receipt. I'm like, Does, is anyone seeing perhaps a code of some sort in here? Anyone good with riddles? I mean, it, it seems like it, 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 I don't see anything. I mean, GSBSB? Four eight four. The letters and numbers have to line up. G S four B S eight B four. Penelope? B B four. B eight. B S eight. Can I make a can I make an insight check? Definitely. That's a twelve. When you are looking at this, you know, the GNU special, four copper pieces, you're, you know, GS4, that doesn't mean anything to you. But you're wondering, is there another way to count to four? Is there another way to count to eight? Instead of four copper pieces, it means like the letter D. Instead of eight, it's H. I. I wonder if it's like the letters, like four, like the fourth letter. Hmm. O. W. O W. Owl. Owl. You solved my menu riddle. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, okay, so you're saying, okay, so for the listener, it was Ganoush Special 4 CP and the fourth letter, and that's O. Beef Shawarma 8 CP, the eighth letter in that is a W, and then Baklava 
Uh, it's four CPs. The fourth letter of that is an L. So O W L. Okay. Does hmm. like does like a portal open in the ground and an L comes out? Like what happens? No. I I grab just the paper nothing. and I whisper <laughs> into it. Owl. <laughs> Mildred looks at you. Uh, uh, what? What are you? Um, do you mind? Do you, can I? Can I take that oh. and actually uh, keep Mildred. my job, please? I. Uh, one more moment, Mildred. And I turn to the guys and I'm like, this was supposed to go directly to the head chef, which means this is a message for the head chef. But what, it, what would Owl mean to any person? Do we need to go and talk to this person and give him the message and see what happens? Do we need to take over this order? Do we have time to take over this order? I don't think we have time. Why would someone important be working at this? Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Minerva. What's uh, I'm sorry, Mildred, Mildred. What's the name of this restaurant? Uh, this is going to. What was the name of this Bug restaurant? Bugbear Ganoush. It's uh, yeah, Bugbear Ganoush. Bear. It's it's uh it's really hot. Do you know uh, any of the staff or the chef there? Do you do you know the chef? It tells about the head chef. Oh, I, I don't know. I, I don't work for uh, Bugbear Ganusha. But, but, but I, I'm I, sure I for, you go around and you mages. see people. I'm sure you post mages, swap stories. Do you know anything of interest about this place? Um, it, it's, it's new. It's like been put there like within the past month. Um, been getting some rave reviews, but uh, really it's, um, they, they keep, they keep, replacing managers there and it seems like all all the head staff have have recently been sacked and and replaced within the past week but that that hasn't changed how how good the the food is i mean i i uh kind of pull penny aside and i'm like penny do you have any do you have any poison in your bag i don't poison who do you you're a fucking rogue you're a rogue penny it doesn't mean I poison people. It means what? I sometimes throw put daggers at their necks. It's a difference. A yeah, poison dagger, right? I thought that was the whole thing. We used to sell po- Awen, are you going to give the poison to Mildred? Yeah, and just tell her it's like a special like umami bomb sauce. Maybe it's We're a spending bad idea. so much more time with Mildred than Kate intended us to. <laughs> this happens as a DM. You flippantly create a character, and then all your character, all your PCs are like, "This is this is the secret." <laughs> M- Mildred, Mildred, have you have you ordered from? Have you delivered here before? No, this is no, my first day, guys. My first night. Um, oh, I'm I thought you said first I'm getting, week. I'm getting the feeling that um, you you really don't care about me as a person and i'm um, sorry no, i'm sorry no, 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 no. mildred no, these guys no. are not mildred between you, you and me these guys are not great listeners i remember you everything tackled you said. the poor girl um yes because i wanted throat. to be her friend so much why That's are you turning on me also mildred, and she so kind of looks at you like Awen, you. um are, are you going to put your clothes back on um i i'm I thought I, I mean, had it's been it's been kind of a while, and I, I think I think that's when Caitlin's internet bro- uh, busted out. You, she oh, missed you the part oh, where okay. you're like, I immediately put my clothes back on. Then scrap I love that. the idea. Oh my god, that. no, Aaron, why couldn't you just be naked this entire time? I just want <laughs> I, be, I listen, want listen, so badly you, for Caitlin just to be envisioning this whole scene. It's like Awen's just hanging dong. This so entire it's time. like that just scene in Thor: Love and Thunder, just like naked. Yeah, it's a funny scene. Um, I'm happy to be naked. No, it's either way, okay. we'll I, let the I, listener okay. choose their own adventure on that one. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Bertie. Well, we'll Guys, 
Mildred, just listen. Um, why don't you go and get the Baba Ganu, the um, um, big bugbear place? And mm-hmm. um, when you come back, terrible listeners, terrible listeners. Back, listen, I've had a hard day. Um, <laughs> when you come back, why don't you, um, why don't you whistle three times real loud as you walk up to the door? We'll come on down and get it for you, so you don't have to walk all the way up them stairs. That 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 sounds good with me. I mean that. That can makes you, it even you, less of a, con- you know, it makes it even more con- contactless. We'll delivery. make sure you, we'll make sure you get a really nice tip too. Well, right. And I hand her, I hand her, uh, I hand her like five, uh, a gold piece. Yeah. Nothing too. Scary. I'm looking at this, sp- like for uh, like a dinner is like, I don't know. I, I yeah. give her a copper. No, I give her, I give her a silver. So. Okay. Yeah. No matter what, I, like you're giving her a tip and she just, her eyes light up. <laughs> wow uh thank you um yeah, you can expect great tips like this on every post mages delivery don't even you know well sometimes they it. promise that and then i and then i drop it off and then they give me less and it makes no sense to me I, real quick before we get back to her i'm like oh I, I'm, I'm sorry mildred i think we kind of smudged this receipt a little bit i i take a my my pen and I'm like, let me let me kind of bold it in for you a little bit, so that way it's easier to read. I want to try and change that four CP, that first one, to an to an eight. I want to make it like an eight CP, eight CP. I'm trying to I'm trying to mess up the message. Yeah. Pull. Um. Ju- I mean, it's not going to mean anything. But roll, if this is like yeah, a code roll that sleight of hand with advantage. Um, I'm proficient with my uh. <laughs> With my with your calligraphy, calli- set. calligraphy skills. Uh, yeah, you can add, add my... your proficiency. Okay, great. You can totally do that. Well, that was a natural 20, so I'll just stop there. Boom. Ooh. Yeah, my you do that. My new dice have been fired lately. You got some new dice? I'm sorry, they're not Let's new dice. My, uh, correction. Oh. My dice have been fired lately. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I, I think dice. this is like a, a kind of a, a, just a way of Bertram like, I don't know, there's like a lot of bigger stuff happening around us. If this is, it could be anything that might slow the spotted hand down. I'm just trying to mess up their, their stuff. So now it'll say swool. Swool. It, you know what? It won't say swole. owl. It won't say owl. He'll get, he'll be cool. I have to get swool. I gotta get Go swole to the gym. Us. See you later. And hopefully Mildred <laughs> won't get killed for uh, yeah. something wrong. But uh, yeah, Not I'm just wrong. trying to mess up in case there's something bigger thing going on here. I'm trying to mess up whatever Sorry. this is. Because we know the information now. But I don't want anyone else. I want the information to stop with us. Cool. So I get Sounds back. Good. Okay, here you go. There you go. Now it's, it's, more, it's more legible. There you go. Yeah, you do that. And she takes it. Oh, all right. Um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll try and remember to whistle three times and um, leave, leave, a, leave a rating. Um, uh, bye. And she just like trots off. Bye, just Mildred. Doesn't nice even look you. back. Five doesn't even look back. <laughs> You have the word owl, not sure how you can use it, uh, but you have now this new piece of the puzzle and you have no idea where to fit it in. Sick. <laughs> One step closer. <laughs> um, all all right. right. Do, you, do you want to, I mean, it sounds kind of idiotic, but maybe simple. The, the front door? What, do, are we going to tackle some more people out here in the front lawn? What? What's next? I, tackle, I don't always tackle people. This was a specific instance that I felt like tackling was necessary. And did it work out? Yes. 
It kind I mean, I don't know if it worked out. We, we're not dead. We didn't roll initiative or anything. We have info. We have owl. I we have. We do have owl. Are That's, not supportive Awen, of my work. Why did you and get I think naked? I did a fantastic job. Awen, Listen, why did you get naked? Don't worry about question. it. Did it work? I charmed her. Okay. Was it my? Was it my awesome druidic? Uh, endowment who knows who knows only, only <laughs> we don't know all right but we know that she was charmed that's all we know but listen we what we do know is that there's nobody cooking shit in the kitchen right now because mm-hmm. they ordered post pages so why don't True. we sneak around the side and see if we can get in the kitchen also i'm real think. hungry maybe we could just snack like a I was worried piece of ham if if her food was there, I was worried you were going to eat it. And that was I, I would have eaten it. I mean, I know. And that would have been bad. Unless you have some proficient nose smell sense thing, are you going to follow a, a beam of, of I mean, this thing, scent? I don't, do you know where the kitchen is? I don't know where anything I is. I mean, uh, the kitchen is always in the back, usually slightly downstairs. Have you watched any, like, upstairs, downstairs style dramas? Uh, excuse me. I lived the upstairs, downstairs drama. <laughs> and I robbed me. the upstairs, downstairs. So I think between the two of us, we can That's figure true. it out. That's now let's true. go. That's true. Also, all these houses, like I'm assuming, I'm like visualizing like some like Georgian, beautiful estate manor. Yeah. And so they're all windows. They're all windows. So you look in a window. Which yeah, window are, has an oven? There are a shit ton of windows. That is very true. I'm like visioning like the childhood home of Princess Diana. So. That one. Are you pointing at a random window? <laughs> Let's check that one. <laughs> okay, so you you're wanting to go. Penny stomps off annoyed towards the house. Stomps. Not stomps, but like treads off. Okay. That no that everyone doubted her awesome moves that played out right and then doesn't think she can find a kitchen. True. Okay, so yeah, you Just head you head towards where you think the kitchen might be. Uh <laughs> Awen and Bertram, what do you do? Um, I I like want to I want to make a perception check, like kind of like looking in the windows as I watch Penny mm. walk away. Do I see movement or bodies or shadows? Oh, you think you're at the manor? Okay, you had a huge expanse of lawn with hedges and trees and all that. You're oh, shoot. you're not there yet. So I see. I see are I see, you I see. heading in that direction? Yeah, uh, we're not blinking over there right now. So I see. I see. I see. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I follow I follow Penny then. Bertram? Yeah, I'll do the same thing while also kind of training my eyes on the sky to see if there's maybe some kind of owl up there. <laughs> or more bloody daggers. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> for daggers don't. and I'm looking for owls. You don't. Um and you you do note that the the uh thunder and lightning that had been crashing around you as you arrived on the ocean and uh just cresting in, you notice that it has died down, um, and that full harvest moon is really shining down, um, unhindered by by any storm, by any clouds, and just eerily it hangs in the sky. And mm-hmm. ahead of you, you see, yeah, this broad expanse. And so, as the three of you go forward, clinging to the edges, clinging to the shadows. You come up against kind of like where the hedge um, goes above your heads and you see an opening. So it's kind of like a wall made of. Hedge. Yeah, a wall made of hedge, a wall made of leaves and vines and all that. There's like a wall of uh, a very tall shrub, a hedge um, that's like that's like stop blocking us from getting to the front door. 
Right. So when you were far away, you could kind of see over it. But oh, now okay. as you get closer, you know, you notice it's, it's, tall. it's much taller than you. It, it's like 10, 15, how, how 12 tall? feet high. Oh, 12, 12 feet high. high. Okay. Mm-hmm. Taller than Bertram. Taller than Bertram. Make you feel Bertram. Yeah. Doesn't like that. <laughs> feeling inferior. And you see I that respect, there is just. I respect it, this head. <laughs> it arches over, and you see a single opening to walk through. There, I mean, there's no way around it. There's no other kind of like way to the building. It's, it's kind of like we have to go through here. Like this is the way to yeah. get to the front. You could you could retrace your steps and go around um, and try and find a different way. Um, but the direction you have have followed, it is just a single opening in the shrub penny can you go and peek over there all sneaky i'm peeking sneaky uh so she does that she turns around and she peeks all sneakily go ahead and roll perception holds the shot holds the shadows slightly looks through uh 21 21 yeah you see and it it seems that it was stealth i was supposed to do right should i have been doing perception I was having you do perception. Oh, oh. let me roll it. Apologies. Mm-hmm. I did stealth because I was being sneaky. But that's right. It should have been something else. Oh, so I got a 10. Sorry about that. No, oh, that's quite right. Yeah, you look through that opening and you see kind of it's shadowed in there, but it looks like just a repeat of the area you were just in. So another lawn, a fountain about 10 yards ahead of you, and then the lawn uh, turns into gravel that leads up to the front doorstep of the villa mansion. All right. Penny looks at them, gives them an all clear, and the move to, like, let's move in. Let's get closer. We just got to get in this house, guys. Uh, I start heading in to get to the... In my mind, I'm trying to run towards the shadows of the house from that uh, from the moonlight to be in the shadows to start peering in windows and see, get an idea of how we could get into the house. As the last of you cross that threshold, you know, past that hedge doorway, as it were, you hear this crackling sound of splintering and breaking roots. And that doorway that was in the hedge all of a sudden shuts up and the vines kind of tangle themselves and make it into a wall where there was once an opening. And then you hear that same crackling sound surround you on all sides and bursting forth from the ground, you see more and more hedges, more and more vines. And the space in between you and that open gravel um, disappears as what erupts is a series of shrubbery in different sizes and shapes. You are now officially in a hedge maze. All three of you hear kind of like howling into the, into the air words, but none of you know the language and you have no idea of its meaning. Um, and at that moment too, Awen, your mind all of a sudden, it, it's almost as if there is just this dagger driven into it with the pain that's there. And it feels like your mind is full of scorpions. Um, and Bertram and Penny, you see the the stone on his ring newly on his finger um, start to pulse more and more brightly and more and more quickly as if it's coming to life. And through the air, without taking any embodiment, you hear Bertram and Eowyn, these familiar voices. So you enter the space of she who would be queen. Fair is foul, and foul is fair. 
hover through the fog and filthy air. It's time to play again. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So screen me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.